0: Hey there! Welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the quirky podcast that gives you writing tips and life tips. And maybe a chuckle or two.
1: So thanks for grandpa.
0: <laughs> what a great start. <laughs> and
1: maybe a chuckle or two. I'm Carrie, I'm the New York Times, an internationally best-selling author of kids' books.
0: And I'm Sean, her lovely co-host. <laughs> <laughs>
1: married and you can tell. Normally we start off the uh, podcast with a random thought. Sometimes that's in bed, sometimes it's in the car, sometimes it's in the office, but it's always random, like us. And then we'll give you a writing tip and a dog tip.
0: And hopefully some good fodder as well.
1: Thanks for sticking with us.
0: Enjoy your day.
1: It says random thoughts (laughs) at dinner. Outside.
0: I got food in my mouth.
1: And Sean has food in his mouth. But he's not going to talk while chewing. I mean, yeah. With the food. What?
0: Well. I'm having food I have work. to stop chewing Jeez. to talk. Mm. But I can't talk with food in my mouth. No, right?
1: no. He's lying. He's just being <laughs> gross. He's like a fourth grainer. Uh-huh. I had something I wanted to talk about, but I forgot what it was already. Because you distracted me with the food in your mouth. Well...
0: I guess if you pre-planned it, that wouldn't be random.
1: No, that's very true. But, I mean, it was like a one second before I hit the thing pre-planned. <laughs> oh, sorry. So there's a lot of cases of COVID in Maine right now.
0: <laughs> We're trending up. We're trending way, so. up, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I
1: remembered what I wanted to talk about. All right, thank you. On Twitter today, there is a very large fight going on. No it is an us versus them kind of fight.
0: A Twitter fight, huh? And
1: you know what it's about? <laughs> Baby, just rip the bread. Toilet paper? No, it's not about toilet paper. Do uh, you know what yeah. it's about?
0: Like, Language! <laughs> Sorry.
1: All right, toilet explicit. Paper. Toilet that paper. It happens we man. get to be totally naughty for this whole podcast because oh I get God. to put the explicit
0: totally name <laughs>
1: Totally Um Totally. Anyways, the big fight on Twitter today is what? about food, sort of, Ooh. and it's... Mayo versus
0: Miracle Whip. Oh, that's no fight, man.
1: Well, what's your belief?
0: You know what mine is. I don't know. It's Miracle Whip.
1: Oh, you are on the losing side of Twitter. Whatever. People I'm not think... going
0: to say anymore because people will get offended. No,
1: you're supposed
0: to. you got to talk what? about
1: what you're. If you're afraid to even talk about Mayo versus Miracle Whip, that's just too much fear. There are two crows fighting above my head.
0: Well, I hope they don't poop on us. No,
1: they both Took different trees to perch in they are mayo and miracle whip from now on these two crows anyways
0: That's funny cause... oh
1: my gosh they're so funny oh there's another crow coming what is that sriracha um so a lot it was interesting because a lot of You're the funny. people who were pro miracle whip were yeah. like me and they grew up kind of poor and a lot more. Is it cheaper? Yeah, it's way cheaper. Uh, Allegedly, Miracle Whip was created because people couldn't afford mayo. It just tastes
0: so much better.
1: And it's just like full of chemicals. And in my household, Hellman's Real Mayonnaise was the creme de creme that you oh. tried to get. Like, my mother would get very excited if she could afford the real mayo. And, um,. I have to tell you that I hated the real mayo. Oh, me too. Like as a child, I was really anti
0: the mayo. I've changed. I'm I'm less harsh on the mayo now, but I still prefer Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip.
1: Did you ever have like mayonnaise or Miracle Whip sandwiches?
0: With nothing else? Yeah. No.
1: All right, you're not really poor. Did you ever
0: have? Oh my God! Come on, you've never had that. Yeah, I did. Because you preferred it and you weren't eating meat probably. No,
1: no, when I was a little kid. And, but the big one was Miracle Whip or mayo with cucumbers. That was like Well, that's big.
0: fine, but what's, what's if you're saying I, I was never poor, which. I don't think you were poor. What's the Did you have ketchup with, sandwiches? What's the difference between either one of those and a spread of peanut butter? If, peanut if, butter costs more. If mayonnaise is so expensive Dude, compared to Miracle Whip. it was
1: usually a Miracle Whip sandwich. But, mm-hmm. like, ketchup was super, like, cheap compared to right. peanut butter. Holy cannoli, right, highfalutin li- man. You now. ever live in a trailer? No.
0: End of discussion. Oh! Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't win. I'm not trying to win. <laughs> I didn't start.
1: <laughs> but your Miracle Whip still over mayo? Uh-huh. Why?
0: I don't know. Probably without even looking at the labels, I'm gonna say Miracle Whip has sugar.
1: <laughs> and everything is better with sugar. In my book. That's why I love
0: him. Writing tip of the pod. Go oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So um, this week, we're talking about oh, mayo maybe. and mayonnaise and being chill, yeah. and also Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which is going to scare Sean, because he's afraid of political things. Oh, so, yeah. But every human being in this world is political. The end. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died last week, and our timelines lit up with people mourning her death and some people exulting in it.
0: Which is just ridiculous
1: yes politics are often polarizing but grief is often communal with people experiencing differing amounts and aspects of it but shared grief can be a powerful thing both for community and for change but the exulting in someone dying is as sean said
0: it sucks that's wrong and it should be saved for very special occurrences (laughs) right
1: and that's because kindness matters even to the dead but especially to their living survivors and actions and beliefs matter especially to the still living so no matter what you think of her court decisions which are meant to heal the quote fractures in federal law end quote Ginsburg had some very good advice about marriage and words, which is why we're talking about her now. Oh, sweet. Yeah, man. So, let's talk about her, babe.
0: All right, love. Back in 2016, Justice Ginsburg wrote about her mother-in-law's life advice. And she said, In every good marriage, she counseled, it helps sometimes to be a little deaf. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) I have... Wait, is this a quote within a quote? Yes, it's Holy a quote smokes, within a folks. quote. Boo. I'm going to start over it. It again. Oh my
1: goodness.
0: In every good marriage she counseled, it helps sometimes to be a little deaf. <laughs> I have followed the advice assiduously, and not only at home through 56 years of a marital partnership non I have employed it as well in every workplace, including the Supreme Court. When a thoughtless or unkind word is spoken, best tune it out. Reacting in anger or annoyance will not advance one's ability to persuade.
1: This is probably why all my marriages have failed.
0: Uh, um, no comment.
1: <laughs> I'm really bad at tuning it out. Um. Anyways, Ginsburg talked about how both her parent- mother's push for her to be independent. Her mother was very, very big focus in her life and was always like, be strong. Be independent. You have to survive by yourself. Don't rely on anybody else. Be smart. Get your education, right? Yes. And her professor's focus on language influenced her, propelling her to rise to the ranks to become one a Supreme Court justice. There's only nine on the bench at a time. You know, yeah. it's a big deal thing.
0: It is a big deal thing. Um,
1: and then she said about that.
0: At Cornell University, my professor of European literature, Vladimir, Nabokov changed the way I read and the way I write. Words can paint pictures I learned from him. Choosing the right word and the right word order, he illustrated, could make an enormous difference in conveying an image or an idea.
1: And that's so true. Supreme Court justice's words end up healing, hopefully, our fractured federal law and how they create their arguments and opinions and the arguments and opinions that they read is a really important and powerful kind of writing that impacts our entire country in ways that we don't always perceive of. And to be a really good Supreme Court Justice, one would hope one would be able to paint pictures with their words. Because words influence thought, which influence action, and putting them in the right order makes all the difference.
0: Yeah, and they're oftentimes giving out such powerful decisions that... uh... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they argue, like, Sean gets really annoyed at me sometimes because I argue and pick up on, like, one tiny word in his sentence and, and dwell on that one word, but that's exactly what they do in the Supreme Court. Right. Like, one word and the meaning of that and nuance of it can change an entire law. Yeah, It's a big deal. So, she also spoke about the dynamics on the court where the nine justices sit, saying,
0: Despite our strong disagreements on cardinal issues, think, for example, of controls on political campaign spending, affirmative action, access to abortion. We genuinely respect one another, even enjoy another's company. Collegiality... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is crucial to the success of our mission. We could not do the job of the Constitution. We cannot do the job the Constitution assigns to us if we didn't. To use one of Justice Antonin Scalia's favorite expressions. Scalia. Scalia. Yeah. Get over it. Uh, I thought that was a character on, the, what was that HBO mob show? Oh. Oh. Tony, the Sopranos. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm like, oh. I'm just kidding, Um,
1: though. Anyway, Scalia's advice, get over it, might be the best marriage advice of all.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) You know how many times... Oh, 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 oh. no, 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 no.
1: I'm going to selectively pretend I did not hear that. It's
0: good advice for you, too, love. (laughs) To say to me, oh, I don't say it to
1: you. Oh yeah, you totally were just saying it.
0: I just think it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so the the
1: writing tip of the pod, all condensed after all of that, is not get over it. The writing tip of the pod, all condensed, is that words paint pictures, and there's an enormous difference in conveying an image or an idea depending on your word order. In your word choice.
0: That's right. Huh? That was really good, love. Oh, I know we're still recording, oh, but oh, I okay. I enjoyed that. Oh, good. What's it that brought that some marital know? issues to the forefront. <laughs> 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 I'm a what? A punk. I'm a, uh, a punk. I thought you said sorry to say. Bah. No, no, from? I would never say that. Dog tip for life. Today's dog tip is brought to you by both Gabrielle and Spartacus. They both had input this morning.
1: Yeah, they do.
0: Yeah, because they listen to our best marriage advice ever. Yes, they do. (laughs) And they told us how they integrate it in their everyday lives. So Gabby chose Get Over It. And she's like, do you think I feel badly? After oh, no. I pee or poop oh, on the no. floor.
1: Oh, no. Gabby had a hard week. When you've
0: only been upstairs for three minutes and I was downstairs alone in the morning, maybe two and a half. She's I don't know. Old. But it doesn't matter what I say to her, how much praise I give her. In the end, it's just she turns away and walks away. <laughs> she gets over it. And him. tells me to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Sparty was no better with tune it out. (gasps) (laughs) He didn't even have to say anything after that. Because that's all he does if you try to say something to him is tune you out.
1: If he doesn't want to do it. He's had very selective hearing. He
0: he tunes you out so bad he never even gets to the get over it phase.
1: No he doesn't. Because he just won't
0: stop. Like if he's hit you in the face with his paw, and you say stop, he does it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a
1: hard doggy week this week. Yeah. Yeah, but we still love
0: them. We sure do. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay for your loved ones to spend hours on them locked in the basement. What? No. <laughs> we did not do that. We would never do that. We never would do we would that. We Never do
1: that. Doggies don't belong in the basement.
0: They anymore. would destroy our stuff. Oh my gosh.
1: That's not why. That's not
0: why. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please like it and subscribe.
1: You can find it anywhere that podcasts are because I don't know why. They haven't kicked us off yet. Yeah. Yeah. And you can join over 250,000 people who have listened to this podcast.
0: Man, you've been saying that number for a while.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, it's really 200 to 100,000. I don't even know. How. It's a big number. Sweet. Anyways, the music that we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome. And it is made available through the Creative Commons license. If you go to our show notes on carriejonesbooks.blog or Dogs Are Smarter Than People, you can find out who this artist is and what their song is and even go to their artist website. But it's Summer Spliff and it's by Broke for free. And you can find out more about my books and all that kind of stuff in my writing class and I teach and I edit things by checking out Carrie Jones Books, C-A-R-R-I-E-J-O-N-E-S books.
0: Yeah. blog. I got to tell you real quick. Oh,
1: no, honey, don't.
0: No, I just want to say that you're the best editor, teacher, writing coach ever. Oh, that's very
1: sweet.
0: Okay. That's very sweet. I mean that. Very I can sweet. tell from your students' reactions when I overhear them in the class Zoom classes and and I read your reviews and your emails. I love you. You're amazing. Thanks for listening. Oh, you're supposed to be awesome. Okay, it was done. I was done a while back.